crazy world what we can do? We never stop learning. Welcome everybody to Rita's World again. It's a show, an eclectic show where we talk about everything from soup to nuts. And today I have a dear friend, Leslie Cook. I met Leslie at least 25 years ago. And we met at a friend's house and we would, I called them goddess gatherings. But I want Leslie to tell tell you what she does and then we'll talk more about how I met her and everything. Leslie, tell me, what kind of work do you do and how did you get your education and everything? Okay. So, hi everyone. I'm very excited to be here with you, Rita, in this cozy, inspirational space that you've created. Um, I am a marriage, family, child psychotherapist. That's my license. But over these over 35 years of practice, I found that um, we now know more about the neuroscience of the brain and that we can rewire the neuronal pathways in the brain. Um, and they call that neuroplasticity. So my focus is working with people that are um, anxious or have PTSD, even ADHD, we're now finding that those people um, had traumas, and that's why they're bouncing off the wall and always looking for the next shoe to drop because something in their childhood frightened them or their parents might have had an addiction or been depressed, and so their, their moods flipped. And so the child then doesn't understand that one day, one moment that parent is very loving and caring, and the next moment they're angry, and uh-huh. so it creates... We call it a trauma, and it creates a nervous system that gets anxious. I see. So what we now know with neuroscience is that when instead of just talking to somebody and they tell me their whole life history, that doesn't make them feel better. They understand it, but they're still taking lots of medications that might numb them out, but they still are dealing with the after effects of these terrible traumas, whether it's Afghanistan, PTSD, molestation, real traumas. Right. So I work with the body and the mind because the body is the nervous system telling us what we feel. So I have clients tell me something tough and then I teach them how to tune into their body. And there's this gut feeling that I know you work with a lot. Yes. That gut feeling. So turns out that when you get that gut feeling like this is not a good place to be or I shouldn't be in this elevator with this person or I don't like that person, that gut feeling is the 10th cranial nerve. It's called the vagus nerve, like a vagabond, and it starts in the gut, goes past the diaphragm. That's why when you get scared or nervous, it's hard to breathe. Then it goes past the lungs, again, Sometimes you feel tightness in the lungs when you're in a bad situation. Moves past the heart, which is why some people's heart feels tight. And then it moves past the throat, which is why when you're scared, sometimes you can't talk, you're tongue-tied. And then it moves past the face and the mouth and the eyes. That's why someone that's in shock doesn't smile, or if they're depressed, they can't smile. And then it gets to the brain. So I work with helping people to feel that. And then to help them rewire the neuronal pathways by confronting some of those things that happened long ago that they thought they were past. 
and now we go back and we rewire we we replay it they go in and then they see themselves imagined because the mind doesn't know the difference between a highly imagined event and a real event that's why if i asked you to go back to a sad time you would start to feel tight or uncomfortable because you're just thinking about it but the body's reacting i see so it's so when you imagine it if you really if i can take somebody into a deep imagination then they can go back to that moment let's say when the kids bullied them and maybe this time they imagine themselves bigger and taller and then what would they do oh i imagine i'm holding this guy up by his feet and i'm <laughs> calling in superman and he's tying them up and we're hanging them upside down and we're putting honey on them and then we're letting the bees out or we're dumping them in a toilet with dog do or something <laughs> so you just imagine this but what we are doing is you're creating a new neuronal pathway and then maybe even the next day you go to work and let's say this person shy cuz they got beat up by bullies or teased or shamed a lot yeah so the boss might say i want that work done yesterday now yesterday this person might have said yeah 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 and now they might say you know i'm working as fast as i can i'm on it just I'm working as fast as I. they set they can speak up for themselves now they because they have a new neuronal pathway and if they keep trying that that pathway gets deeper and deeper so it's this the latest and greatest we call it 21st century cutting edge psychotherapy because it's not just talk therapy cognitive behavioral therapy CBT which helps a lot of people but also a lot of people understand their problems and they're still having anxiety or reacting so we can the good news is you can eventually have a happy childhood because you rewrite it and redo it and great forgive and move on and but don't have the anxiety and the fears that you had but i like what you said forgive because holding on to it is not going to help you is it well it isn't but i think your audience will appreciate this so when it was homo sapiens and cro-magnon okay cro-magnon munching on those berries didn't remember there was a saber-toothed tiger and a grizzly bear over there but homo sapiens sapien we remembered that saber-toothed tiger and we remembered that grizzly bear so our genes survived so we're very good at remembering negative things but our mind that's called this amygdala it's always sensing for the next danger and if you ever had any danger its job is to protect us from the future so if something bad happened long ago we're always expecting that you never know something bad's going to happen but when we get good things like that you win a trophy in high school or you are valedictorian of your class or mm-hmm. whatever or you best cheerleader ever we we go oh yeah yeah isn't that wonderful but our mind is kind of like a sieve just the positive just kind of goes through but the negative man we hold on to that negative because it's trying to protect us and okay. keep us alive so it's an old survival strategy that in this day and age does not help us because there's lots of little things that we equate with life and death because they got programmed when we were very young into that child it seemed like life and death but now as an adult you go I don't have to put up with that stuff. I've got the keys to the car. I can leave. I have a job. I, you know, right. we have, we're more empowered as adults, but the programming happened when we were very young. 
So that's why we can the good news is we can reprogram it. And the more we go down this other path, we speak our truth, we set our boundaries, then we um, develop a more, that'll be our, our um, fail safe. That'll be our knee jerk reaction. That'll be our whatever we fall into instead of the old way. Ah, okay. I like all that. You know, I made some, these signs. I just want to put them up because do these things make sense to you? Well, let's read them out loud. Be real, be empowered, be imaginative, be magical, be faithful, be nostalgic, be relentless, be glamorous, be fearless. So I saw these as I was walking in from the outside. These were on your um, walkway mm -hmm. where everybody that walks their dogs will see this. Yeah. And I thought, wow, isn't that, you know, you're doing such a good service good. for people. Be true. Be inspired. Be determined. Be dynamic. Be adventurous. Be confident. Be powerful. Be resilient. Be merry. Those are beautiful. So, yeah, helping people to remember that they are powerful and to, to just know that. And to be inspired. You've inspired me all my life. When I met you, we went, Elizabeth Jordan, we had these little gatherings. Us girls would get together around the fireplace. Remember? Course. Before she had her little girl, Violet. She's now the, 21. Yes, now 21. That's where I first met you, and I was so impressed. Well, I might have met you before that, but that's because we talk about inspirational things like this right. and how we could go forward and handle everyday little problems. And right, because everybody's got these ups and downs, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's reminding yourself that, okay, it's tough right now, yeah. but this too shall pass. Exactly. And then you'd say things like, Put it out into the universe. Put these positive thoughts. So that what is, what is was that called, called quantum physics. Oh, that's what got me. When you say that, I say, that's the, that's the way I want to go. So would you like me to go a little bit more you, into I, quantum I, physics? Yes. I bet you you always do. But um, So quantum physics, even physicists are not all buying it. Um, but it's also called the laws of attraction. But in physics, you know, like attracts like. Okay. So um, when people say, well, if it's truth, the laws of attraction, then why don't I just, why don't you, Leslie, go to Vegas and win money all oh. the time if it always works? <laughs> well, I, this is my theory on it. I liken it to that you don't, I don't know what my higher self, my real purpose is. And I probably won't know till my last breath or maybe even after I'm dead. Ah, that's what I was here for. But because you remember, I lived through that head on car crash uh, 17 years ago. Yes. Terrible. So terrible. Um, I'm on borrowed time now, oh. um, <laughs> but I'm trying to make the most of it and appreciating life. But and you do. Um, so anyway, quantum physics is that um, wherever you give your attention to, your these invisible waves called alpha, beta, theta, delta are these brain waves that we create. That. Yes. So just like a bat can use sonar, we can't create sonar or see it or hear it. Right. 
Whales and dolphins use echolocation to find things. It's another wave of energy. And bees see ultraviolet light that we can't see because oh. we don't have the capacity, but it is here. We just can't see it, oh. right? Okay. So there's a lot more here than what we can see, smell, taste, feel, or hear. Oh. Our five senses. There are more than five senses. I think the Shumash say there are 12 senses. Wow. That's why we call it extrasensory. When people have ESP, they can feel things more. They just use a sense that most of us have the capacity but just haven't developed. I see. So with quantum physics, you really want to think about what you want, not what you don't want. Like one time I was counseling a, a, a mother and daughter at their home, and I got there a little on time, but they were still eating dinner. So the mom was telling her daughter, who was eight years old, to finish her vegetables so she doesn't get cancer like Aunt Julie. I see. Mm -hmm. And I helped to educate her that she wants her daughter to be healthy, but she's connecting vegetables with cancer. I see. Because the not, I do not want to be poor. I do not want cancer. I do not want to lose this love. Well, the word not doesn't count. It's whatever you focus. So lose money, cancer. So you want to be very specific. I love vegetables because I want to be healthy. Or when I was in that head-on car crash and I was in bed for two and a half months yeah. and I got a titanium rod in my right femur yes. and I had to have a skin graft on the top of my left foot and I had to learn to walk all over again, Yeah, I was a I didn't want to have pain because they didn't know if I'd walk again and they didn't know if I wouldn't walk in pain. Mm -hmm. And I just said, I'm going to walk in comfort and ease. But it was tempting to say no pain, no pain. But then I'm saying pain, pain, pain. Right. Get it? Right. So you just don't want the no word. Ah. So I said, I'm going to be walking in comfort and Positive. ease. And I have, my Look body you. feels Look just fine now. Look at the way you can now. sit like this. Well, that's 40 years of yoga, so. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so back to quantum physics. So, it's some people call it the laws of attraction. So you want to focus on what you want, not you know. I hope I don't. They foreclose on the house. I believe that everything's going to work out. That I'm going to be able to pay this debt, or I. You don't have to know how it's going to manifest. Oh, I love you. This. Just have to trust. Okay. What some people would say, have faith. Mm -hmm. Just and so people say, well, if it works so well, go to Vegas and you'll make all this money. And I said, well, I don't know that that's in my highest good, but maybe, you know, some people get in a car accident and they think this is terrible. I go, well, you got some money there, you know. Oh, I see. So, yeah. But <laughs> it's it's whatever is on a higher plane of what's for your highest good. Exactly. So I know one person, he wants to be a millionaire, but he wants to be a multimillionaire. Okay. I said, well, what would happen if you're a multimillionaire? Your wife. She works. You don't even have to work now. You know, the house is clean. You get great food made. What would be the difference? He said, well, I guess if I was a multimillionaire, I could drink all day long. And I said to him, I don't think you'll ever be a multimillionaire. And he said, why? I said, because that's not healthy. No. And I don't think it would be good for your liver or your life to just drink all day long. But you go ahead and keep trying to be that multimillionaire. Anyway, so the laws of attraction or quantum physics is that you focus on what you want and always come from a higher place for all. 
Leslie, this neuroscience technology, this new way of doing therapy. therapy. When you got into it, how could how did you, were you able to fix other people? Okay, so when I started, that's a good question. Um, I kind of jumped that. So when I started, um, we were taught, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy, which is tell me about your history. And then clients got to understand why they're shy. And, um, and then there was creative visualization. So they could kind of reprogram a little bit of once they um, visualized Superman protecting them and the bully not beating them up. But people still had um, to take their medications many times. They had anxiety. And they didn't, um, they understood it, but they really still had the addictions, still needed to take that drink or to run away from relationships. They still had their problems, but they understood, oh, it's from my childhood, but they couldn't really fully change. And then over the last 30 years, neuroscience now understands more with MRIs and things like that. We understand the workings of the brain. We understand that there's this part that's always trying to protect us called the amygdala. We understood that there's the the first brain, which is the brain stem that we share with animals, the fight, flee, or freeze brain. And then there's the limbic brain, the next evolution of the brain, um, which is the emotions, sadness, anger, and then there's the, um, oh no, that's this part, the limbic brain. And then on top of that is the latest mammalian development called the neocortex oh. of the brain, the gray matter, the thinking brain. So the neocortex thinks it's everything and it just ignores the body. Um, and so we're now with neuroscience understanding that you can understand everything, but like if you have a cat, that's a feral cat and you tr- tame it over time and it's really, really sweet and it's not so feral, meaning it hides and scared. Uh-huh. But if you sneeze, it's under the bed. Wow. So that's the reptilian brain. That's the fight, fight, freeze. You can't ever get rid of that ah. in, in a feral animal because it's protecting it. Okay. Something sudden happens. It's back in that um, running or fighting, uh-huh. fleeing or fighting. So that vagus nerve is telling us about the reptilian brain, the old brain, the fight, fight, freeze brain, what the central nervous system is feeling. So this new um, 21st century cutting edge psychotherapy is working with the mind and the body together to then rewire, reprogram the um the neuronal pathways of the brain because the we and also attachment theory has come around attachment theory was around in the i think it's even in the 40s but we know study it more when i went to college we didn't study it which is that when you have a secure attachment as a child when your mom is is nursing you or feeding you and you get that eye contact or when you whine just a little bit and somebody's there to change your diapers or to feed you the nervous system calms down but 
if the mom is on the phone and she's feeding you and the parents are arguing, then the nervous system of the child, the child doesn't know what's happening, but the nervous system is contracting. Or if the mom is surviving a war or a bad marriage, in the womb, the baby is sensing that. But the only thing the baby can do is contract. I see. And it contracts the gut most often. And then that can lead to digestive issues as they get older. Because anytime there's something scary, they're contracting. So we help them feel that um, in now. And then they breathe through it. Or they look to the left. If... You ever feel uh, unsafe or threatened or ill at ease, uh, and you can't let it out of your brain, like the IRS is going to send you a letter and they're going to, you need to talk to them. And you can't, you're obsessing, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And you want to stop because uh-huh. there's nothing you can do right now. Uh-huh. So if we call this an orienting technique. The most hunted animals are the bunny rabbits and the deer. They're preyed upon by everybody. The pumas, the coyotes, the hyenas. You know, they're the most victimized animal on the planet. So anyway, so but if you've ever noticed them on National Geographic eating, they'll be munching and then there's a snap of a twig and they look to the left mm-hmm. and their ears are going like this. There's no danger. And they look to the right and there's mm-hmm. no danger. So it just goes back. What happened was this amygdala that's always sensing danger, that's already, when that snap of the twig went, the amygdala said, send that blood into the sympathetic nervous system. Eyes dilate so it can look for danger. So, (laughs) But then when there is no danger, it goes back to eating. That amygdala goes down. The eyes are no longer dilated. The blood is flowing so you can digest the food. Then there's another snap of the twig. And it looks again, and now here comes the coyote. And so it runs. And if you followed it into the bush, you would see it going, uh, and it's getting all that adrenaline out. Oh. So that tomorrow you don't see a, a tweaked bunny rabbit or deer because they let it all out. Unlike Homo sapiens, we go, I'm okay, I'm okay. And a we lot keep of times inside. that stays inside. So if you're a mom and your kid falls, and then they look up to you and you go, oh, it's nothing. You know, they don't sometimes cry, but don't let them get up. Just say, just lay there for a minute. Just relax. Because we look, we feel weird when we're shaking. No, that's great, honey. Yeah. Shake. Because a lot of times, even in hospitals, when people come out of like a car accident or something and they're shaking, you know, they try and give them a shot to, but to calm them down or put blankets on them. But trauma therapists know, no, let them shake. Let them get all that adrenaline yeah. out. They won't be as screwed up tomorrow with nightmares and, and fears and all. But anyway, so back to this yeah. experiment. So your audience can, if they're ever under stress, I, I'll, I'll do it with you. Okay, so let's say that you're under stress, that you've got a parking ticket and you have to go to court tomorrow or whatever, and you can't get it out of your mind. So you look to the left, Rita, yes. and tell me three colors that pop out that you like. Blue, red, and pink. Okay, and now you slowly scan the horizon, looking at all the pretty colors yes. and shapes. Yes. And now over here to the right, yes. tell me three shapes that pop out that feel comfortable to you. Wow. A square door. A map 
of the world. Okay. A sign that says, keep it simple. Another rectangle. Okay. Now, had you been under stress, I would have said, now feel your body. Does it feel any different than it did a minute ago? And you'd say something like, oh, my throat isn't as tight or my heart isn't as tight or I can breathe deeper yeah, or something because I like thought that. of something else besides... Because your amygdala is sensing there's no danger, but you weren't in real danger. But no. had you been worried about the traffic ticket tomorrow and the court case, that you would have done that and it would have helped you to settle. I got it, to calm down. Right. Wow. Because this part of the brain is just trying to keep us safe, but... You know, traffic tickets are not grizzly bears, but we're just hardwired for that. I see. Okay, Leslie, this so, is good. So I know we're end, getting close to the end of our show here, um, but I just want to say that I really appreciate, you know, all your 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 dreams to oh. make the world a better place. Because in this day and age, to be able to agree to disagree to have differences of opinion just be, be responsible and respectful take, re- take and, responsibility and, for yourself right that was that's uh, everybody should take 100% responsibility yes and yourself. leave a place better than when they arrive absolutely yeah yes well thank you for inviting me well leslie you have made my day because I didn't know if you could spend the time because you are a busy girl. But when you said you would make this and you came all the way from Malibu, I said, oh, my gosh, because you know so much. And you're an inspiration for me and my audience. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Rita's World. And bye. See, world, what we can do? We never stop learning.